Hello and welcome into another edition of 90 Day Arroway. I am one half of your hosts. I am John. And I'm the other half. I'm Lindsay. We literally started last week's podcast exactly the same. Oh, well, that's good. You know, I keep doing the same thing. There we go. It's right. episode 10. Uh, No, episode 11, right? No, no like our episodes oh, yeah. are 10. Yeah, this so is episode 11. Yes, 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 yes. So we had a, another good episode of 90 Day, I thought. I thought this was a good episode. It like flew by, which has it been yeah. happening most recently with this up with this season so yeah a lot of uh a lot of wedding planning stuff going on uh some difficult conversations people buying their own wedding rings so you know a little little bit of everything happening i know our boy guillermo went through a really rough time yeah this episode i feel so. really bad for him we'll we'll touch on it a little bit yeah um but yeah overall uh, a really really jam-packed episode i thought yeah i actually really like this episode so whoa i did very surprising i mean we got all of the couples this episode that's true that is true. which like rarely happens yeah i mean mind you even mohammed and kara and guillermo only got one scene <laughs> which is pretty typical for them this season yeah so. yeah so with that being said we'll we'll start it with uh even muhammad and why don't you tell everybody the the thing you noticed first though about them okay so the thing i noticed first is by the way you just completely switched that up on me because i thought we were starting with jabri miona oh, whoops. So, um so the thing i noticed with them is every other couple is like 30 days left yeah 40 days left like they are more than halfway through the 90 like they are three quarters of the way through the 90 and even Mohammed it said 73 days so <laughs> yeah. that means that man has only been there for two weeks yeah pretty much so I don't know if that is saying like they're not gonna do the full 90 or something happens because that's just that's sus to me especially because they don't have a lot of scenes right so it's like does that mean that the back half of their 90, there's nothing? So they're trying to that's what I'm thinking. fill the void. That's what I think, especially since anytime they have an argument, he's like, I'm just going to pack my bags and go to Egypt. Oh, my God. Every argument, like, I'll just go back. It's like, okay, so go. Yeah, so at, go. This point, at this point, like, just go. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so we start off with, them heading to the gym to sign muhammad up for a gym membership uh so they start working out and eve you know she's busting some chops she was stirring the pot she's like is this shirt okay and she's mind you she's wearing a tank top at the gym which is like pretty standard for a woman at the gym um, <laughs> probably a little overdressed if anything yeah and Mohammed's like, oh no, it's fine. But then he reveals in his individual interview that like it was too revealing. Yeah, it's like, come on, man, you're working out. Like, you're there, do your shit, and go. I just thought it was so funny because she was definitely stirring the pot a little bit. But then like, she's super athletic. Like, obviously the whole bikini thing. Yeah. And he's like teaching her how to use the machines. I thought that was a little strange. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's her first time. No. Not at all, but I mean, she's a woman, so. Yeah. 
<laughs> Sorry, I I will preface this whole episode that uh, I'm still very very angry about um, the Supreme Court ruling on Friday, so I will be making offhand comments about it. Um, <laughs> apologies in advance. Really trying to not make it political, but. Jonathan and I, our entire joke this weekend so that I don't fall into a deep depression is just I'm a woman, so I have no choice. So it will probably be played within this episode. Okay, end of uh, preload there. <laughs> end of rant. All end right, rant. so back to even Muhammad. Um, so they get on the treadmill and, you know, they're walking next to each other. And then we get into the uh, child conversation. So it looks like another child is potentially on the table. Um, but we, when we were watching the episode, we were both mentioning how we found it funny how Muhammad is constantly saying, my child and my religion. Yeah, so Eve brings up like, hey, like I would love to have a child. Like She thinks Theron would be a great older brother, which I agree with. Um, but she's pretty realistic that she's 48 and mm -hmm. if they are going to have a child, the clock is, is ticking. Um, and, you know, even Mohammed says in their joint interview that he would love to have a child with Eve. Um, but it's very much their conversation in the gym is his child, his child. And the child, of course, is a male. So, like, you know, his child, he would do this, and he would do that. And I'm like, It's like, right, my guy, it's both of your child. Yeah, it would be your, your child together. It's not just together. your child. I don't know. So, um, so Mohammed says, like, hey, like, you know, I would love to have a child, but if we're going to have my child, um, we're going to raise him in my religion. Yeah, so it has to be Muslim. It has to be Muslim. And then he says, I think this is a line of the season, to be honest with you. Um, he says that Eve was raised with too much freedom and that she wouldn't be a good influence on their child. <laughs> it's amazing. It's just like, come on, are you serious right now? So you're going to have a kid with her, but you don't think she's a good role model or a good influence? But not only that, you're going to marry her? Yeah. Like, if you don't think she's a good person, like, why are you even marrying her? <laughs> and potentially having a child with her. I don't I don't get it. And obviously, like, you know, Theron has special needs and everything like that. But he seems to be thriving from what we can tell. And she loves that boy with her whole heart. So definitely. I don't think she's been that bad of an influence. <laughs> no, definitely not. And Eve just seems like kind of put off by this and she's not sure if she's okay with this which i totally agree and understand exactly where she's coming from yeah like she mentions like well what if the child doesn't want to go to the mosque and wants to hang out with mom or you know what if the child decides on their own that they don't want to be muslim and muhammad straight up is like no that's not happening <laughs> like my child will be muslim and yeah uh he straight up tells her and i think if you guys are avid listener avid watchers that Muhammad says, like, he, if his child isn't raised Muslim or isn't Muslim, then he'd rather just not have a child. 
Yeah, so I think at this point it's turning into they're not going to have a child, they're not going to get married, and he's going back to Egypt in a couple of weeks. A hundred percent. And I think that's really what it is, especially with the D's thing that I mentioned, because I think the last season of Before the 90 um, with the racist bitch and Caleb. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, they obviously try to kick her off as quickly as possible so they like condense everything yeah and then like everyone else's scenes were like pretty awkward and slowed down and stuff like that so i could i kind of have a feeling that the producers didn't capture a lot of content with them and that's why we keep getting these one scenes week after week and that they're only you know 20 yeah something days in so they're like stringing us along to make you feel as though it's longer. Yeah. Exactly. Whereas everyone else is like, all right, 30 we have days past. two weeks to get married. <laughs> 30 days past them. But yeah, I mean, that, that pretty much is kind of their story for this episode, at least. So yeah, like we said, I think it's just going to end with Muhammad heading back to Egypt and calling it a day. And then what was the preview for next week with them? I, I remember it was something where he, oh, him... And Eve are in the car, and they're talking about something, and he was like, well, I'm just going to go back to Egypt. Yeah, they that's all they do is just argue, and every time he's just like, oh, I'm going back. It's like, all right, like, enough of this. Yeah. At, at this point, if I was there, I'd be like, all right, like, I'm going to drive you to the airport, like, book a flight. Yeah, it's ridiculous at this point. Like, just go home. You obviously want to yeah. be there. Then go home. It's more of an annoyance than anything. Yeah, and she doesn't need that. I mean, she has enough shit to be yeah. dealing with. Yeah, 100%. Um, so that's them. So who do you want to head over to, uh, to next? Well, since you psyched me out before, let's go uh, to Jabri true. and Miona. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we find out that Jabri, um, had a nice little conversation with Mahala about the whole marriage situation without Miona knowing about it. What do you, wait, what? Say that again. Jabri and yeah. Mahala talked about the marriage situation without Miona knowing. That was at prior, the coffee shop. Prior to their dinner. Yeah, that was at the coffee shop. Yeah, but now, like, that's how they started out oh, the conversation. Oh, gotcha. I thought you were saying, like, this happened no. off camera. Sorry. <laughs> Gosh. So everyone now sees how much pressure Jabri is, you know, really feeling and especially from Miona, you know, to marry her. Um, yeah, and so they go to mom and dad's house, and grandma's there. Love grandma. <laughs> um, and they all sit down for dinner, um, and it's just... Very, very awkward. Yes, and Miona says in her interview that she essentially doesn't understand what's going on, and she doesn't want Jabri to listen to anyone around him including his parents, his bandmates, his friends, etc. How many red flags for that one? Three? Four? Oh, oh my god. The whole <laughs> island is a red flag. Hey, like, it's ridiculous. It's just isolation. Yeah, that's all she wants is just Jabri to herself. Yeah. Um, so Mahala ends up breaking the, the awkward tension, um, telling Miona and Jabri that, you know, her and Brian have concerns about them getting married. Um, and even grandma chimes in and says, you know, all she's seen is it's a lot of stress on both of them and there hasn't been any real enjoyment or happiness among 
yeah, amongst no, the no couple. Joy. No joy at all. Um, I will say the star of their scenes oh, Brian. was Brian. <laughs> Brian is all of us. He's like, Brian is just very confused. And I think we're all pretty confused at this point, too. Brian is just like staring in the abyss, I think, just wondering, like, how did his life come to this? And, like, can he just eat his burger and be done? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's kind of the vibe I got. Yeah, he was just, I mean, he speaks some truth at the end. For sure. But he is, very, I think he's the only one that is thinking of both their side, Jabri's side, Miona's side. Like, he's the only one with the head on the shoulders. And But that man during dinner was he was all of us (laughs) yeah he just like i said he was just super confused we're all pretty confused at this point and then jabri and miona kind of have their like conversation to each other while they're having dinner it was it was very awkward yeah and jabri like straight up tells miona that he's feels pressured about getting married and she was just like she seemed like oh my god like how am i pressuring you into this yeah and something that i thought was funny is jabri tells his parents like yeah she told me earlier if we postponed the wedding like she would leave my ass and miona's face was like what are you talking about and it's like girl it's on camera we saw that (laughs) like it's true um so then jabri i will admit starts kind of like berating her yeah he like he was getting a little like angry yeah and, like uptight and like taking it out on her like he almost i mean he's he's name calling her at that point he calls yeah. her an entitled millennial which i want to point out she's a gen zer so um yeah don't lump her in with us yeah jabri you're a fucking millennial like <laughs> hello um and like just is really rude to her which not saying she didn't deserve it but Mahala um soon enough like jumps in and is like yeah. yo like you gotta chill <laughs> um you gotta figure out like what you want to do without like name calling her and without like stooping down to that level definitely yeah and I think it's going to come to a situation where even if they do end up getting married I feel like Brian and Mahala are not going to be there like at all or like be supportive of it and it's kind of coming to like Jabri picking Miona over like everything else yeah which I mean spoiler alert he ends up they end up being together so it's like so you're just getting rid of like everything and everyone just for this girl who like is destroying your entire life yeah so i don't know we'll see how the end of the the season pans out for them i'm i don't i don't know if he's a really good actor or he really <laughs> is going through this emotional turmoil i still don't believe like 90 percent of their scenes are real um but you know i i hope jabri grows up one of these days yeah he just needs to figure it out and like stand up to her but stand up to her in a way that's like not rude yeah exactly and then they only had this one scene right yeah this this was it it was just like this one situation and then next week it looks like they're arguing again about this freaking beach wedding (laughs) um yeah she won't get off it yeah so we'll see what happens i if they get married on a beach i'm gonna be so mad 
it's gonna be hysterical i'm gonna be so mad <laughs> but yeah that was that was pretty much uh it for them this week who do you uh who do you want to head over to next um let's go with the last couple that only had one scene this week which was your own kara yeah um and we'll get the the depressingness out all right yeah so guillermo's brother is extremely sick yes he's going through renal failure um and they get a call and guillermo's really upset obviously um and he makes this kind of speech i wasn't gonna say spiel like a speech like he's just talking to Kara about it and he says you know it's amazing being an immigrant in the united states like it's everything you could dream of but then when bad stuff happens like no one really thinks of immigrants at that point like he can't leave the country he doesn't have well a he doesn't have a a passport right but b like he doesn't have that visa to go back and forth like he's stuck in america until he gets his green card so um you know and and she starts crying and he's crying and it's really sad and i just wanted to hug guillermo yeah, you, you definitely feel for him, and then, you know, his brother does end up passing away, which is, you know, heart-wrenching in its, in its own right. So, and Guillermo's talking about, you know, how they used to have, like, good times together, and they laugh about how his brother, like, never wore a shirt and <laughs> <laughs> always showed his big belly and, like, all, like, the good, the good things. So, I mean, it's obviously something that, you know, you don't want to have to deal with but it seemed like uh Kara kind of took down like her hard exterior for a minute and and was there for for Guillermo yeah and I mean she obviously cares about him and um I think you know it's gonna make them grow together as a couple because she's the only one there for him right now and i think like the biggest thing i was thinking of is her his brothers lived in the dr with him and you know his mom's still over in venezuela so Mm -hmm. she can't go to the dr like it's it's a very emotional time i think for the whole family but our little baby guillermo i felt so bad for him yeah it was it was definitely tough but i think they'll be able to you know like you, like you kind of alluded to, like use this as a way to, you know, move forward in, in their relationship and kind of bridge that gap almost of, you know, continuing their relationship together and learning more about one another. Yeah, I totally agree with that. So, okay, we're moving off of this very depressing topic. Um, let's talk about your favorite couple. Who's that? Ari and Benny. Oh, Benny's the OG. <laughs> um, as I mentioned to Jonathan when we were watching this, Benny with a backwards hat was in fuego. <laughs> He's so attractive. I don't know how a man looks that good ever. Just, he's lightweight. He's, <laughs> he's very short. So Yeah, but uh so we start off. Uh, it seems like Ari is pretty concerned about their relationship. Um, so she's concerned about her relationship. So she does what any woman would do. She goes and has lunch with her ex-husband. Not only that, she, before lunch with the ex-husband, she's FaceTiming the ex-husband. Yes. Telling yes, him yep. 
everything that's wrong with their relationship. Yeah, because I mean, that's it makes total sense. Obviously, to me. what everyone does, right? Yes, yes. So they meet for lunch, like Jonathan said. And we find out Vinny's hanging out with Janice, which obviously is much better than hanging out with Ari and Leandro. I mean, come 100, on. oh my God. If you had to choose, no brainer. Yeah, it's Janice seven days of the week and twice on Sundays. I just love that, like, Vinny and Janice, like, hang out on the reg. <laughs> it's hilarious um so while ari and leandro are waiting for Benny, she tells leandro that you know she's been feeling that if they didn't have avi she doesn't know if her and Benny would be together yes let's continue to tell all of our relationship problems to my ex-husband but like i mean is she wrong no but why is she telling her ex-husband this because she wants to be with him. Is she that does. not obvious? She does. Is this not obvious? What I think is funny, and uh, for no one that watched uh, The Other Way with Benny and Ari um, when Leandro came to Ethiopia, but it came out that, like, Leandro, uh, they met in Argentina. They got married. She brought him over to the United States, and then she wanted to continue to kind of travel the world and Leandro was uh, getting his master's or his doctorate or something. Yeah. And he was like, no, I want to stay here. I want to settle down. I want to have kids. And she was like, nah, I'm going to go. And then she ended up pregnant. So I feel like she's kind of thinking like, oh, like I could have had this life with Leandro if she just stayed in the United States. 100%. That's exactly what it is. Um, and I mean, I... I totally agree. I think Ari just needs to figure it out and stop talking to Leandro. But uh, we find out how Benny is, you know, not happy with their relationship and doesn't trust him, which he shouldn't. Not at all. (laughs) Pretty blatantly obvious. I just find it so funny that, like, when Benny was training with the the female fighter, that, like, Ari was, I mean, she still brings it up at lunch. So she's still obviously pissed off about it. And it's like, bro. You're literally talking to your ex-husband nonstop. Yeah. And I was just going to say, like, Ari brings up the thing about Benny training with the girl at the gym. And, like, she constantly talks about her current relationship issues with her ex-husband. It's like, this is only going to end badly. Exactly. Because Leandro can use everything against yeah benny and just like whoa oh Ari well you back. told me this about him and this about him and i wouldn't do that and yeah. so on and so forth i saw so during 90 day the official twitter account like tweets stuff that like we don't see on camera and there is one that was like benny wishes that leandro would just got married so that he didn't <laughs> have to worry about him anymore and i was like i completely agree with that <laughs> Benny should just fight him again and make him tap out in five seconds. That would be amazing. So, yeah, and Benny says that Leandro can help him train again. Uh, But then Ari invites Leandro to join them for Ethiopian New Year, and which is just so strange and so awkward. Like, if I was Benny, I'd be pissed. Yeah, so Ethiopian New Year... um, Benny says that, you know, he's going to celebrate with Ari's family. He wants, he doesn't have his family here, so he wants to celebrate with Ari's family. And Ari automatically was like, oh, you should come. Yeah, like, you're family. He's not family. 
<laughs> You're broken up. But no, but then they get to the to the restaurant where they're having the the dinner for Ethiopian New Year and they have the nice spread out and Benny feeds Oyandro the Ethiopian food and he gets like the huge just mountain in his hand and Leandro's like, Oh, this is weird. It's like, bro, it's weird that you're there. It's so weird that you're there. Like, you shouldn't be there to begin with. And, like, you know, Benny explains, like, why they feed each other. It's about, like, respect and all this stuff. And, yeah. like, I would think that um, Leandro would, like, understand that being from a different country. Yeah, you have different cultures, yeah. different ways of life. But he was like, oh, this is weird, like, blah, blah, blah. It's weird that you're there. Yeah. Where your ex-wife is with her potential, with her fiance, their child, and her family. Exactly. And, like, they start. That is weird. They start talking about, like, the whole family starts talking about, like, Argentinian food and Leandro. And Leandro, and it's like, you're all there for Benny's culture and, like, his new year. Like, I don't know. That was weird to me. Yeah, if I was him, I'd be pretty pissed off yeah but then leandro you know says that they're all family so yeah and (laughs) then we have ari saying how her her mom her sister and leandro should go wedding dress shopping yes and benny is (laughs) p.s yeah which i mean why how could you not be like that's just like that's just weird i don't get that at all like why she would invite him the only dude that you should ever go wedding dress shopping with is maybe your dad. Yeah, but Which I, even that, I would say no. no. And maybe, like, a gay best friend. And that's it. Yeah. Not your ex-husband for your new husband. It's just so <laughs> weird to me. And like, like, what is that? I don't know. And then Janice makes this, like, stir in the pot comment about, like, oh, well, Leandra can pick the bra that you <laughs> I feel like Janice said a few too many. Oh, yeah. We love Janice. Um, <laughs> but it's just strange. And then I just want to go back really quickly to when they're having lunch and talking about their problems more. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Leandro tells Benny that he doesn't communicate enough. Oh, yes, um, yes. And Leandro's trying to give Benny advice on how to communicate <laughs> with Ari. And then Leandro also tells Benny that he isn't giving her enough attention. <laughs> Bro. Who are you? I'd be like, you can get the fuck out. Like, who are you? I don't know. I don't get it at all. But yeah, Benny, Benny's not wrong with wanting Leandro out of their lives. And if I was him after that whole thing, I'd be like, look, either you're talking to me or you're talking to him. Like, figure it out. I'm done with this. Yeah. If you want to be friends with him, you can be friends with him. He's not coming to anything. Whatever. It's just, it's so weird. And I get they are really good friends but you have to respect your fiance at one point yeah like i don't if you you get mad at him for training yeah with a female for his job but yet you're gonna go and constantly talk to your ex-husband and confide in him about your current relationship yeah yeah and then how How is that how is that okay it's not okay (laughs) Like, what sense does that make? Like, Emily, we all just live in Ari's world. Yeah. It's just, like, absolutely insane. It's, I don't know. And, like, she thinks it's all okay. She does. She really does. That's that's what really gets me. I agree. (laughs) 
but we'll see what happens. Um, hope Benny, you know, keeps fighting. It seems like he was mentioning how he's got a fight coming up. Uh, looks like in a couple months. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, before the wedding, he can you know get another win under his belt. Yeah, I hope so. And I mean, even I mean, I just hope he stays in the U.S. and can continue yeah. to fight. And then next week, another Leandro spotting where he's hanging out in their apartment creep um and ari says how she hasn't been feeling well and then he leandro ask her asks her when is the last time she had her period not her fiance (laughs) but leandro yeah so if we have another child on the way it's gonna be very interesting yeah considering that Benny doesn't have a green card. She's working like part time, or I think she works full time. But then they still have Avi, and they're not paying their bills, and you, you know, all that. It's gonna fun be a stuff. lot of fun. I kind of hope she's pregnant though, because they make cute ass babies. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, all right, who do you want to? Uh, who do you want to go to next? Uh, you pick. <laughs> all right, let's go to your favorite. Ah. Oh why hey we gotta get it over with i was kind of hoping like we forgot that they were in this episode <laughs> no we gotta talk about how ridiculous he is <sighs> fine we didn't start the episode with them again so it's two weeks in a row tlc has caught on that they were starting every yeah episode but with... they were second on were they yeah after kobe and emily oh well yeah i mean they're at least they didn't start off again but uh so the episode starts out we find we find out that Bilal's sister is designing Shada's dress for the wedding, which I think is really nice and, and pretty cool as well. Yeah, it's really dope. I mean, she mentioned last week she was a uh, fashion designer, so I think it's really nice that she is helping out her brother's fiance and designing a dress specifically for her. Yeah, and then c- w- walking down the stairs, here comes Bilal to talk to his sister about the situation that happened on the ferris wheel and the horse and carriage oh my god so yeah he brings up that like oh yeah they we went on this ferris wheel and she was getting shida was getting sick and like was really nervous and so you know i just thought like hey i got this email from my lawyer about the prenup i'll just bring it up and Bilal's sister is like, are you a fucking idiot? I mean, she didn't curse, but like, she just goes, are you an idiot? She's just like, not a good move, bro. <laughs> not a good move, bro. Like, like, couldn't have said it better myself. Like, for real, though. Like, why is that the time to ask at all? I mean, it's not at all. It's just a stupid situation. <laughs> like, yeah. why would you do that in that situation? So while Bilal is talking to his sister, Shida calls her sisters. Yes. Um, and explains the situation to them. Yeah, and, and her sisters give some pretty sound advice saying that, you know, if he's going to make you sign this, then you need to put stuff in there that he has to abide by and he has to sign to. Yeah, and, you know, one of her sisters mentions, like, Bilal probably thinks that Shida is just this island girl who is there for his money and that's it. But, you know, they make a good point. Like, she left her home where she knew everyone. She had her own yoga studio. She had her family. And now she came to the United States where she only has Bilal. And he thinks that she just wants his money. Yeah. (laughs) They said little island girl on a banana boat trying to take all his money. (laughs) 
I'm a like, banana vote. Like, I don't think she really wants all of his money. No, not at all. Um, So her sisters tell her, like, hey, if he has his conditions in this prenup, you should have your own. Yeah, which I, I mean, I totally agree with. Marriage should be 50-50. It should be, hey, if these are the things you want, these are the things I want, and we need to come to an agreement on what's going to happen here. Yeah, and so the one condition that she wants to put in is... Children before 40. Of course, the children. (laughs) We have not gone an episode without talking about the kids. (laughs) Which I think, like, I don't know. I, like, don't get it. I feel like she just... They're, like, not in love, and she, like, wants to have a kid with this guy. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's because, like, it's so ingrained in women that, like, we need to have kids before we're 40. Maybe. Or, like, she really genuinely loves him and wants a kid with him, which I don't think is that at all. Um, But, yeah, it's just weird. And then I wrote this down, and I want you to toggle my memory for me. Um. I think Bilal at one point tells his sister that Shida is argumentative. Yeah, so what he was saying was he was talking to his sister and he said that, well, he mentioned that everybody he loves leaves him and then Shida seems distant at times, which is an added reasoning for the prenup. Got it. Okay, well, what I wrote is like, do you blame her for being argumentative? No. Bilal sucks. All he does is tell her what to do, which we get to the luggage. (laughs) And I was like, here we go again. Just telling her how to do something. Oh, you're zipping it too hard. You're zipping it too hard. No, no, no. Can you you pack it like this? You got to put the shoes like this. Before, yeah, before the zipping it too hard. So, Shida comes in with her stuff, and she's trying to, like, stuff it in the bag. And she asks Bilal, like, hey, do you have room in your bag? And he's like, well, you know, if you folded it. It would all fit. And I want to be like, she's a grown-ass woman. She it's can also pack her like bag she, however the she, fuck she wants. She packed all of her stuff to come here from Trinidad. So yeah. I think she knows how to pack. Oh, my God. So then while they're packing, while we're having this discussion on how she should pack her bag, um, Shida brings up like, hey, I want to talk to your lawyer and I want to mm. add my own conditions. And he's like, well, why? Well, what? What is it? Yeah. Why would you do that? I don't understand. It's like, well, bro, why do you want her to sign the prenup then? He just, he's one of those people that like tries to talk around so that you'll just wind up agreeing with him because you're sick of listening to him. A hundred percent. He is such a salesman and everything he does. But it's like an annoyance. Like there's no, there's no like substance. It's just like he's talking around it. Yeah. To like never get to the point. And then you're just like, all right, fine, whatever. It's just, it's super awkward, and obviously he's, like, annoyed about this whole condition that she wants to add. Yeah. And she she zips the bag, and he tells her not to zip it that hard. Unbelievable. If I could have reached through that TV and slapped him in the face, that's when she should have slapped him in the head. (laughs) She should have just told him to shut the fuck up. Like, what? He'd pull a Kobe. (laughs) Be like, yo, would you shut the fuck up? You want to do it for me then? It's every every little thing is not good enough for him. He's fussy, just like she said. Yeah, he's fussy, but every little thing. Yeah, it's like those people that, like, 
comb their carpets so that each little thing is properly the way it's supposed to be. But it's just like, it's fucking, sorry, I keep cursing. Um, it's a Louis luggage. Like, that ship probably costs as much as, or more than our away luggage. And it should take a person angrily zipping the bag. I think we'll be okay. Yeah, we're going to get through this. Oh, my God. So they get in the car to go to the airport with yeah. his sister, and you can just tell it's awkward AF. Yeah, no one says anything, and then they get to the airport, and his sister's like, well, I hope you guys solve whatever's going on here. <laughs> yeah, because it's like they're supposed to go to Atlanta to, like, come together. Yeah, like and decompress and have a fun weekend. They obviously are leaving even worse than they came. And that's all because of Bilal. Yeah. And it seems like, well, Bilal was saying he doesn't know what's going to happen next. And then Shida is saying she's not sure about their relationship now. So it seems like we're kind of at a crossroads. Are they going to resolve or are they going to go on their separate ways? I still think they're going to get married, unfortunately. I don't know. I'm starting. I thought like for sure originally. Then I was like, "Eh, I don't know. Then I thought, yeah, for sure. Now I'm, like, really starting to have doubts again. Because I feel like she, like, she's just not going to be okay with, like, every little thing needing to be the way that he wants it to be. I And I get that. But I also feel like we don't see the good in their relationship. Which, yeah. like, I don't know if there's really any good. So I don't know if, I just, I don't know. I have a feeling they're, they got married. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. And then we see in the previews that Bilal's ex-wife is coming into the picture and being like, oh, well, like, what about the prenup? But like, like, he wants to protect himself. Who are these exes? And once again, it's not your relationship. No, not at all. Oh, he wants to make sure he's protected. And Okay, so, like, whatever. And I thought I heard at one point throughout these past two episodes about the prenup that Bilal had his ex-wife sign the prenup like when they were in the relationship. So not like before they got married. So I don't Maybe. I don't know if the ex is like trying to be like, well, he did it to me. So he'll, he should do it to you kind of thing. Or I mean, maybe she's thinking about the kids and them getting their fair share. I don't really know. It's just, in my opinion, you're an ex for a reason especially stay like, out of it stay out of it it's stay, not your relationship especially financial stuff like i get like Bilal and his ex-wife are still friendly they have the two kids all that stuff but that's the beginning and the end of your relationship exactly you can be friends you can talk about your stuff with each other but when it comes to finances that should be between you and your spouse yeah that's under one roof straight up <laughs> like it's not your it's not for you to butt into the conversation about. Not at all. Like, it has nothing. It's not your responsibility. It's not your relationship. Like, just stay out of it. No, I agree with you. So, I don't know. Blow sucks. <laughs> I will ride that train until I die. Oh, my God. We still have two more couples. Yeah. Who do you want to go to first? Um, Let's go to, to Patty. Oh, Patrick and Thais. So, they're going to Sin City. I, before we go to Sin City, Patrick makes him and Thais oh, yeah, breakfast. Eggs. How many eggs? Sorry, I got really loud. How many eggs is that man eating? 
It looked like six. At least. He might have had a dozen. He's a big dude. I will say, he, you know who he reminded me of? Who? My cousin Tommy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My cousin Tommy is um, is a large man. <laughs> He's an ever-grown boy, and he has about a dozen eggs every morning. So... <laughs> Those fitness people, man, they got to eat their eggs. The protein. Bro yeah. Protein. But yeah, so they're they're heading to Sin City, Vegas, my favorite place. Uh, <laughs> we find out that Patrick lived in Vegas for 14 years. With his family. Um, yes. They moved in high school. And his younger brother, Matthew, and his husband, Carlos, still live in Las Vegas. So not only is it like going to Vegas as a vacation, but it's also so Thais can meet his other brother that is not John. Yeah. And Patrick is, you know, really hopeful that Thais will have a better relationship with Matthew. I mean, they're closer in age, so maybe like that has a little bit to do with it. So um, hopefully they'll be able to build a better relationship if their relationship with her and Patrick continues. Yes. Um, it does seem like she hits it off with them a lot, or hits better. it off with Matthew, and I mean, Carlos didn't really speak, yeah. but like better than John. With John. Uh, <laughs> which I love that man so much, and I cannot wait for next week. Um, but, uh, you know, Patrick explains to his brother that like, Thais isn't like most Brazilian girls that he's talked to. Um, you know, she didn't want to come to the U.S. Like, she came to the U.S. straight for Patrick. Like, yeah. they're in it for the long run. Like, that's why she's here. It's for him, not for the United States at all. Yeah, 100%. And then they get to talking, and, you know, Matthew is asking Thais questions. And Thais mentions that her dad doesn't know that she intends to marry Patrick. And Patrick's face. I wish I could just like frame it. <laughs> he was he was just like, What? Huh? Yeah. What did you just say? He was shocked. He was shook. Yeah, and the whole thing is Thais doesn't want to tell Patrick the real reason, which is that her dad doesn't like him. <laughs> <laughs> or or so she says. Yeah, so you know, Patrick confronts Thais about her dad not knowing they're getting married and she's like oh well you know i just want to get married and then tell him and um patrick's like well i can like ask for your hand in marriage and she's like no i don't want to tell him and it's just very awkward and patrick feels like you know i don't want to take this next step now if yeah. the most important person in your life doesn't know that it's happening right and now he's like starting to question everything like oh did she just come here for a good time is she just here to like live here and do nothing is she just trying to have a vacation like yeah. what is what is the end goal here does she even want to get married it's just like it's so awkward and you can tell that Patrick genuinely cares that, like, her dad doesn't know. I mean, yeah. she doesn't seem like she gives a fuck, but... Yeah. He seems like, at his core, like, he's a good dude. Yeah, exactly. So, um, the next day, Patrick is like, okay, so we're gonna tell your dad, and she's like, no, we're not. <laughs> so then she just FaceTimes him while Patrick, like, leaves for a bit. Yeah, Patrick is like... I'm not going to sit here and hear you, like, lie to him. Like, I'm leaving. Yeah. Um. So she, like, FaceTimes him and says, like, they're in Vegas. Like, so much Shows fun. Shows him the strip. But, like, doesn't mention anything about getting no. married. 
not at all. Just that she's in Las Vegas having fun and all the casinos. All the, yeah, lots of casinos. <laughs> but that was pretty much it. And I was like, all right, this is like getting to be a little like awkward, I feel it, like. It's very awkward. I just, I don't know. I, I understand kind of. Um, her reasoning because if her dad doesn't like Patrick then her dad could be like no F this like come home and like you know her dad Faye says her dad thinks like Patrick's just these typical Americans that take advantage of Brazilian women and all this stuff but we're talking about this during the episode like she's making it seem like like, once her dad finds out, it's going to feel like this was all Patrick's idea. Yeah. She's trying to, like, spin it. 100%. So that she doesn't seem like the bad guy. Yeah. And it's like, do you want to marry him or not? And if you do, like, just tell your dad. Exactly. So Thais is like, okay, well, I'll make it up to you. Like, I have a surprise. <laughs> and we come and they're driving and... Patrick is like, oh, like, where are we going? Are we going to, like, a bar, a restaurant, like, a shop? Like, where are we going? And she's like, oh, it's right over here. So they get to a wedding chapel. <laughs> and I think Patrick at first is like, oh, this is a joke. Like, haha, like, and all she's this like, stuff. No, this is serious. And she's, like, jumping out of the car, like, super excited she's about like, it. She's like, come on, let's get married. I, we're in Vegas. Let's get married. And then we'll tell my dad right after we get married. And he's just like, no, like, no, I'm not marrying you like this. I'm not marrying you this way. Yeah, and she is almost begging him yeah. to, like, get married right then and there. Yeah, and he's just like, no, like, this is how you marry a stripper. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, that, another great line. I wanted line. to be like, how do you know? But <laughs> we won't go there. No, but another great line. I know. The, this episode had great one-liners. But it was just so odd. Like, why don't you just tell your dad, like, if he doesn't like the idea or whatever, like, it is what it is. At least, like, you covered all your bases and you were like, hey, no, Patrick is really great. Like this is the house like blah 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 like this is what he does We're that's my whole thing is like so her main thing is that her dad thinks patrick's like one of these typical americans that take advantage of brazilians and don't treat them right and this and that but like has she ever talked to him about like the good he does <laughs> the how much money he has like how the good he does how much how he treats her right, how he came down to Brazil all the time. Like, yeah, what did her dad think was happening every time he came down to Brazil? Like, yeah, I'm just very confused by it. I mean, the man has money. He rented a freaking A5. Audi. Yeah, nice like, little Audi. Coming in Vegas. <laughs> like, who does that? Like, me and John are getting a rental car for something, and we're like, oh, we'll get the compact. So, like, who gets an Audi? <laughs> Just give me a nice little four-door <laughs> sedan. That's all I need. So it's like, I don't I don't know. that You said you this episode made you, like, not like her. Yeah. I, after that whole situation, I was kind of just like, no. Like, I, I don't really know about her now. I kind of was, like, really turned off by, like, this whole situation. I thought, like, she came here and everything was all good. Then they had a little bit of an argument, but everything started, like, going back in the right direction. And now after this, I'm kind of just like, I like I don't know how I feel about her. I, I think know. I'm kind of like out. 
She lost me last week with the whole money thing. Yeah, I'm kind of like the last episode, episode and a half of kind of like turned off by yeah, it. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm happy. Something's that, up. I'm happy that they're revisiting this plot, though, because I felt like it was lost a little bit with the whole John thing. Definitely, yeah. Um, But I'm happy they are going back to it because I think that's like a major thing between them and i mean i think like patrick is genuinely hurt like why don't you want to tell your dad you're getting married to me like it makes no sense but then next week john we get john good old john my guy john is asking you know why hasn't they told her dad like just questioning her entire motive and thais is like why the fuck are you asking me Say this is my brother. It's a family. I just I'm obsessed with John like confronting her about this. Yeah, he he does not he doesn't care. He has no filter. He'll say it. whatever's on his chest. Wearing the black Boston Red Sox hat. Love it. Big fan. Oh, not of the Red Sox. No. God. Just his whole persona. His whole persona. I I just I love it. I cannot wait to see him on the tell all, by the way. <laughs> it's gonna be incredible. I cannot wait. But yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, definitely gonna be. It seemed like John and Thais were getting along a little bit better. Now it seems like it's not gonna be so good. But we'll we'll see. We'll see. I think at the end of the season, they're all gonna be one big happy family. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, and John is gonna be John. <laughs> but yeah, so that's it for them. So we'll head over to our last couple. Emily and Kobe. I have nothing to say. Okay, fair enough. All right, end of episode. Um, <laughs> so we kick off the episode of them, and they still don't sleep in the same bed because it isn't big enough. And it, hasn't it been like sixty days that he's been there? Like it's been like two months. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, they're. At the end, I did see 27 days till marriage. Yeah. So they got to be, at the start of the episode, I think they were right around that 60-day mark. So literally for two months, this man has been sleeping alone. Yeah. So they're in a mattress store. (laughs) um, And straight up, like, almost having sex in this mattress store. Yeah, they're trying it out, seeing if the the springs make any sounds. (sighs) So anyway, so Kobe says that Emily is being considerate or is considering his feelings finally finally because they're getting a bed (laughs) 60 days my dude she could have got this before you got here yeah she should have gotten the bed when she knew you were coming here yeah exactly sorry i moved the mic i made some noise um so then later that day i believe it was um kobe says Kobe goes ring shopping. Yes, with Emily's dad and Emily's sister. Yes. And Emily's dad thinks it's a stupid idea to buy a ring, which I high key agree with. Yeah. I mean, yes and no. Um you gotta buy her a ring. But as Emily's dad says, Emily gets what she wants. <laughs> so she's getting a ring. Yeah. Great parenting. The best. 
We've already talked about this. I still think her parents resent her. But oh, whatever. yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, so they're talking to the salesman and Kobe cannot believe the price range for these rings. He's like, you could start a business and like pay a year of rent and really get, you know, own some land in Cameroon for the these prices. Yeah. I mean, they show him one ring and it's seven grand. That's it. That's it. <laughs> um, It's just, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. But we find it the ring that he does pick out is is pretty nice. Um, it comes out to a little over eleven hundred dollars, and he's using approximately twenty five percent of the money that he brought to the states on this ring. On this ring, for Emily. Yeah. The Ridiculous. Sa- the salesman. The salesman was nice though. He did give Kobe thirty percent off. He had a, and he had a disgusting soul patch. He also talked so weird. I don't know if you noticed. That oh, he at was all. A, he is a salesman. That's that's but a, they, like he in was weird just Kansas, tr- Salina, um, weird area of the country. I don't know that whole thing. I mean, them picking up the ring and like then Kobe like hugged her sister and stuff. Like it was really cute, like family yeah, moment for, for sure. Kobe and her family, but. I just kept thinking how much Emily sucked. Yeah. And I think low-key, too, I think Emily's dad liked that Kobe picked out a nice ring, but it wasn't one where he emptied, like, all of his money out. Yeah. So, like, he was smart about it because he was like, oh, I really like this one, but it's much more expensive. And then he's, like, talking to the sister of, like, oh, would she like something like that? Maybe, you know, a little smaller, a little less expensive. Yeah, so I, I agree. So I think he like, was more, like, strategic about buying it as opposed to just being like, oh, yeah, I have this much money. Like, here, take it all. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think – you know, bringing her sister was smart so you could see, like, her style and, like, really get her something that she would appreciate. Um, so then Kobe brings Emily on a date night. Yeah, date night. Woo! Um, so they're just, like, talking, like, their yep. first date night in a while. Like, Kobe set everything up. He made reservations. He already had her parents watching Kobe and, like... Yeah. They go to this this pretty nice place and they get their shot of sake. Oh my god, I was I don't even do you do shots of sake? I thought you sipped sake. No, you can do shots of it. I mean, you can do shots of anything. It's whatever you're in the mood for. I thought you sipped sake, but I might be wrong. <laughs> um, and so then the waitress comes over and is like, "Oh, here's like some champagne, like compliment uh, compliments of the house." And Emily is like, "See, when you're out with me." You got anything you want. And it's like, no, it's because Kobe, you know, planned this all ahead of time. <laughs> and he put the uh, he put the ring in the champagne glass, which is like the OG thing to do. I know. It was pretty cute, though. And she shows, so she sips the uh, champagne glass and she's like, what the hell is this? And then she dunks it in the water. Yeah. She's like, oh, I got to clean it off. Like, you don't use a napkin. You. just throw it in water oh my god and then he like proposes again puts it on her finger she's ecstatic she's so happy you know it really seems like they are on the right track again definitely yeah and then it seems like everything's going well and then emily now feels guilty that she bought herself a ring because she's an idiot. And I was like, now you feel guilty? Yeah. Like, what a joke. But were you like, my whole thing was, 
Were you never going to tell him that you bought your own ring? Yeah, what were you going to, I mean, what were you going to do? Wait for him to buy you one and then, like, s- secretly bring it back to the jeweler? Yeah, or, like, I she's like, I just didn't believe in him. Sorry, we'll get to it. But, like, I just don't understand what she her plan was with this ring that she bought. Like, just start wearing it. And so Kobe can be like, where, where the hell did you yeah. get that? Like, it made no sense to me. So, yeah, they end up going back home and... Emily's parents, her sister, her grandma, they're all there. They're all Coben, obviously. Um, They're all there. They're sipping champagne. Like, obviously, they knew what was happening. They're all celebrating together. Um, And so Emily says, like, hey, I need to confess something to Kobe. Yeah, and then she goes and grabs the ring that she bought for herself and shows it to Kobe, and Kobe is super pissed off. Kobe's just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, he said that he felt insulted, and there's trust issues between them. Yeah. Because she didn't trust him enough to buy her a ring, so she had to go and buy her own. And I think, you know, it really plays to his culture a lot, that, like, he is the man. He's supposed to provide. He's supposed to give what you know give to his wife like all this stuff and which is understandable yeah a hundred percent and she like completely emasculated him yeah which i mean she does all the time but (laughs) true yeah just completely went behind his back and was like oh i like this ring so i'm gonna buy it for myself yeah and then she's like oh well i'm gonna return it tomorrow and like yeah they said i could bring it back and they gave me a great deal and this and that and it's like but, like, that was that's not the point. Yeah, that doesn't make it any better. It's the point that you didn't trust your husband to buy you a ring. Yeah. So you went and bought your own. Like, and I get he had been promising her a ring for a while. But, like, mm-hmm. also, like, aren't they scared about money? So. Yeah, that's the other thing, too, right? Like, it's not just this going on. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, her dad is like, why would you do that? Like. I swear her parents hate her. Um, but Probably. it's just like, I I truly feel bad for Kobe. Because, I mean, Emily is just very headstrong and kind of just does whatever she wants. And he's he's on the brunt end of it all the time. Yeah, he just needs to be like, hey, like stand up to her and be like, look, like, you need to trust me. We need to compromise on things. It's not always your way or the highway. Like, we're in this together. It's not 95-5 here. Yeah, exactly. I mean, she just sucks. <laughs> yeah, she just takes advantage of him. Yeah, she really does. And I feel bad for him. I mean, I still think they get married, but... I think so as well. Um, And then, was there a preview for them next week? Um, I don't remember. I think it was just like wedding planning stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with them. I think, I think they're going in the right direction until this happened. So we'll uh we'll see what goes on between the two of them. Yeah. But I'm I'm hopeful. I am too. I mean, I want the family to be together. Still think Kobe Kobe deserves more, but definitely. Um, but that kind of wraps it up for week 11 of the show, week 10 for us. Yes. Um, do you have any last words? Um, yeah, Benny, do, do your own thing, man. Like, wait, you're too good for Ari. And don't talk about your current relationships with people that you used to sleep with. 
Yeah, I don't think I've ever done that. It's very weird. It's kind of creepy. And it just, it just shows that you have, like, no trust or love in your current relationship. And you're looking for a way out. And the only way you know out is to go for the life raft that you left out there. Those are some deep words from Jay Kells. So. Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, did we miss anything? Um, <clears throat> trying to think. No, I don't think so. All right. Well, thank you for listening. And we will see y'all again next week. Bye.